Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Weekly Pop. My name is Emma Sasek, and I'm the editor-in-chief here at The Vidette. And as always, I'm joined here with... Kevin Schwaller, a news editor at The Vidette. So this past weekend, Emma and I decided to not go see the biggest movie of all time. (laughs) We're so proud of ourselves. Avengers Infinity War. It made, I believe, $650 million overall so far. And that is already halfway to a billion, over halfway to a billion. And it is shattering box office records right and left. It is trumping literally everything that's ever come out in the history of movies Mm -hmm. and we could not care less no they call (laughs) it the most ambitious crossover in all time i call this the most ambitious podcast of all time i could not agree more completely skip (laughs) this movie i just i just can't even imagine what you and i would talk about during this movie i would have nothing to talk about (laughs) and also it's almost three hour movie so count me out entirely Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean we don't watch superhero movies except black panther and I would watch the Black Panther parts of this movie. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. It's probably 1% of the (laughs) entire film. So we're just going to skip right past that. Very proud of ourselves for always doing that with superhero movies. We had a little detour in February or March whenever Mm. Black Panther came out, but we're back on track. So instead, we're going to do another little themed podcast. We love doing these, and we don't get to do them too often. Mm -mm. But today is going to focus on what we're looking forward to in terms of summer releases. There are like over 50 movies that are going to be released from now until, what, August, September, really the end of summer. And that means we have a lot to see. Most importantly, I want to see Ocean's 8, which comes out June 8th. I'm sure some people have seen the trailers by now, but it stars Sandra Bullock. Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Helena Bonham Carter, Mindy Kaling, Rihanna, Rihanna, every other person that I'd ever want to be in a movie. (laughs) So it's basically a gender-bent spin on the original Oceans franchise, recently rebooted a couple of years ago with George Clooney and Brad Pitt and all of them. And I think this is basically like a sequel to those, right? Because George Clooney's dead now. (laughs) Yeah, so Danny Ocean has died from the end of Ocean's 13, because he was alive in all of the movies. And Sandra Bullock stars as Debbie Ocean, his sister, I'm hoping and I'm assuming. I know um, Julia Roberts was his wife in those movies. Yes, So she is just carrying on the family tradition of stealing and having millions, as I want Sandra Bullock to do. Um, and she is kind of getting together her gal pal group to have a heist at the Met Gala, which is, when is that, this weekend? Yeah, it's either this, no, it might be, yeah, it might be. I think it's, it's this, this weekend, weekend or, next or next weekend. Yeah, wow. It's great. very timely. It is. Thank God. <laughs> so Sandra Bullock and the crew is going to be stealing something from Anne Hathaway at the Met Gala this weekend. I think or I next read weekend. that uh, the Kardashians have a cameo in this. Oh, there's going to be so much star power in I know. this movie. And I'm so happy because who wouldn't want to be with this amazing cast of people? So as we said, this movie, it's going to come out June 8th and we will be there opening night. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited for this movie. I think the first trailer came out last summer. It did. And ever since that, I mean, I, we heard about the movie way before. Before that, but oh, now yeah. that it's finally coming to fruition, it's just like this is the best. This mm-hmm. is my most anticipated movie of 2018 as well, too. So we wanted to kick off with one of the big ones. Of course. Actually, though, I was about to say, unless if you, are you about to talk about The Incredibles? No, okay. I can. Okay, because and I was can. gonna say I was gonna say they're my tied between most anticipated movies, and they're both coming out this summer. So the first Incredibles movie came out like 10 years ago or something like that? It came that. out 14 years ago. 14 years. 2004. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> and I, the only thing, I don't remember Damn. too, I know, <laughs> I don't remember too much from it other than it being like an almost a two hour movie. That's what I do remember from it, that it was fairly long. 
But, of course, it's the Incredible family, Mr. Incredible. What, he has, like, super strength, right? Is that his yeah. power? Yeah. Well, then, they're, like, yeah, it's, like, the Pars. That's their last name. And then the yes. uh, Helen Hunt, she has... She's, she's Elastic, Elastic Girl. Girl. And then... The son is super speed, and then the daughter Violet has is invisibility and like force fields and stuff. Yeah. She was always my favorite oh, I because love that's like the coolest power to oh, have. Of course, and then like that purple ball that goes around her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they have the kid in the first movie? Yes, they, they did. did. Yeah, okay. they had Jack Jack. That's the baby's name, and he's all over the place in this one. But also in this one because it's 2018. That's gonna be a theme of a lot of these movies. It's all about like girl power because Elastic Girl is now like front and center of this one, and she's saving the day while Mister Incredible has to stay at home with the kids mm-hmm. and babysitting and stuff like that. And he's clearly not too happy with it from the trailers so this one seems so fun and i think it picks up right where the first one left off so it's funny because we're all going to be going in 14 years later and it's going to literally start where the first one ended and i think people are kind of annoyed by that because they wanted like a little bit of a time jump but i like it i think it's like i think it's funny like i think it (laughs) i think it just moves very nicely Mm -hmm. since there was such a huge time jump it allows people to like rewatch the first movie and just like kind of seamlessly go into the second movie and i think like they're like pixar and disney are like yep you waited basically 15 years for this so it's like a little joke that it's probably going to literally the first scene will be the ending of the first one. So I think that'd be really funny. Yeah. And I would love that. So I'm very excited for this movie. I'm going to find my action figures from 14 years ago. Oh, you have little incredible I do. action figures? Aww. Yeah. And then they had Syndrome, the bad guy from the first one. Yes. And then I had I had the Edna Mode, the fashion designer. Mm-hmm. I had all of them. No capes? Mm-hmm. No capes. Oh, she's gonna, she does make a comeback in Do you know what one? that scene reminded me of? What? It was in Game Night when at the end with Rachel McAdams and then the guy that gets like sucked into the... Yes, <laughs> yes. And she's like, oh, he died. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> But Samuel Jackson yes. plays uh, Frozone. Frozone, yes, the mm-hmm. guy that has the ice, and yeah. his wife is hilarious. And yes. I think fans requested. Yeah, they were like demanding that yeah. she comes back. She was one of the best parts of the first one. Oh, too. She was so funny. He I'm was just so like, excited when uh, Mister Incredible calls him, and he's like, "I'll be there ASAP," and she's like, "Where are you going, ASAP? <laughs> you better get back here ASAP too." <laughs> so. We're happy about that, and I can't wait for The Incredibles 2 to get an Oscar. Yeah, and it comes out a week after Ocean's 8, so the Ooh. month of June will be a pretty fun time for me emotionally. And then while we are enjoying the girl power with Ocean's 8, and then the, the, the more girl power with uh, The Incredibles 2, in the meantime, Hereditary also comes out the same weekend as Ocean's 8. I have it down for June 8th, and this one... I don't know what to think of it yet, because the trailer doesn't tell you too much. Other yes. than it's like a creepy horror mystery film. They have been keeping it under wraps for the most part. A24 is releasing it. They released Lady Bird, Room, Spring Breakers, The Bling Ring, Moonlight, a bunch of my favorite movies. movies. Yes. Regardless of how scary it is, it's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. A lot of critics that have seen it at Sundance, I believe, they were praising it. And that's why, so if you see the trailer, their critiques are scattered all over the trailer. Yeah. So Tony Collette's mom passes away. And then I guess there's some secrets and mysteries that are rising up after she passes that are haunting the entire family. So we don't know what's going to happen. Everything's being kept very in the dark. So I'm excited for this one. Again, I don't think it'll be too scary because it has been kind of compared to The Witch, which is another A24 movie, which is also very good, but not scary, despite everyone saying it's the scariest movie of all time. Because whenever people say it's the scariest movie of all time, that means it's not the scariest movie of all time. So I just think this won't be a really fun, scary, or like twisted family drama. And I'm very excited for it regardless. Oh, we love those twisted family dramas. (laughs) The best kinds of movies. (laughs) Alex Wolf is in this movie, and I still can't recognize him, despite him being like the son. He does not look like... I love the Naked Brothers band. Yeah, I cannot recognize him 
Tim whatsoever. Oh, yeah, because it's always Nat Wolf. Because mm-hmm. he had a little bit of a oh, career after. Oh, that's right. It's mm-hmm. Nat Wolf. Because he's in, like, The Fault in Our Stars yes, and Paper Towns. that's and... why I couldn't really recognize yeah. him. I'm like, that's not him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we've gone to the movies, we've pretty much seen the same trailer for this movie, but they released, like, a whole new trailer that's a little bit more centered on the daughter. Yeah. And, I don't know, you you were kind of saying, oh, I didn't really... I kind of wish that they didn't show a lot more with that trailer. Yeah, I feel like they showed too much now. I mean, we still don't know anything about it, mm-hmm. but now, like, I think a smart trailer or a smart campaign for releasing a movie is releasing the first one, you know, whatever it is with that. And then with the second one, I would say keep half of the same trailer, then use half of other shots. Or maybe if you're, like, actually very good at, like, editing, maybe, like, three-fourths of the original trailer, then throw in some new ones just so, you it know... It seems like something new, right. even though it's... Just a rehashing. And you're still of. recognizing the old shots, but at the same time, you know, there's, there's new content coming in too, so that's changing it up. But this one was brand new, and I can't really... A lot of movies do it. I mean, Ocean's 8 did it too. So I think both movies are going to be excellent regardless, but I just wish trailers didn't do what they do. <laughs> yeah, just leave it as mysterious as possible, and your lovely Weekly Pop co-hosts will be as happy as possible. <laughs> Actually, no, speaking of horror movies, the first Purge comes out this summer. Oh, that's right. Comes out on July 4th. Oh, yeah. I am so excited. I love the Purge movies. It just hit me. Like, I was just sitting here staring at a screen, and I was like, wait, the Purge movie comes out. So it is the fourth movie, but it's actually a prequel to all of them, because that's how movies work these days. (laughs) And it's basically showing how the whole Purge thing came to be, and of course, a bunch of old white people are behind it, because that's how it seems to be in real life these days. There you go. And a lot of people, especially, I mean, as the movies have continued on, they've shown a lot more of how The Purge is actually just, you know, getting rid of people of color and minorities because they don't have the access to security and protection that upper class people do, which, again, is predominantly white people. So then, and then the founding fathers of The Purge movies are all old white people, of course, mainly men also, of course. And so this one, you're kind of seeing them, it all fall into place and how it all comes to be. And people are fighting back, and it's so fun. And I will be there opening weekend, because I think for the past three... Actually, all the Purge movies I've gone opening night. I always see them before I watch American Horror Story on yeah, FX. they're always they're on always, American Horror Story. <laughs> they're always playing before. So I've seen the ending of, I think, the second one. The second one's my favorite one. I think that Anarchy? one... Anarchy? No. It was pretty much when some guy was about to die and then somebody else shot another guy that was about to shoot that guy. Sounds like The Purge, too. Yeah. uh, The Purge Anarchy? That's the third one. It is Anarchy. The third one's called Election Year because it's about elections. Again, very timely Mm because it came out last year. Uh, I love these movies. They they just become so, like, woke for no reason out of nowhere from this weird, scary, dark concept. And I'm absolutely obsessed with them. So yeah, always seeing that one, and I can't wait to see this one eventually on FX2, along with all the other ones. But they seem very interesting, and I think, even though I haven't seen all of them, I think this one would be really cool just to actually understand how all of this started. Yeah, and like their like initial logo and campaign marketing stuff was like a Trump hat, it said like make purging great again, or make America purge again, or something like that. So they've just been taking direct shots, and I am into it. (laughs) I love the White House correspondence dinner (laughs) another movie coming out another disney movie actually is christopher robin it stars ian mcgregor and the cast of the original or of the newest reincarnation of the winnie the pooh characters 
And Ian McGregor plays Christopher Robin, and he's grown up now. Again, this is based on like the Hundred Acre Woods and all the Winnie the Pooh stories. And he has a kid and a wife. And I think from the initial trailer they released, you know, he's, he's in a slump, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's having struggling. a midlife crisis. Yeah, he's just not as happy with his career. His boss kind of seems very rude yeah. to him. So he definitely lost a little bit of that childhood magic that was with him. And then Winnie the Pooh and all their friends come to save him. And they're like puppets in this one, and oh. they look so cute. They Did do. you see the uh, pictures the Entertainment Weekly release yeah. of like Pooh Bear and Tigger and Eeyore and yeah. Piglet? They're like laying on the beach or yeah. on the beach chairs, like with <laughs> sunglasses so on. <laughs> they look so cute. This movie is going to be. I think it's going to be really cute. This I don't is know going be, to melt hearts yeah, everywhere. I think that's like the sole purpose of making this movie is just to melt hearts and make people want to cry and also smile. So I'm excited for this one. That comes out, I think, in August. Yes, it is August 3rd. We just, we, I, we looked it up. Sources can We are good to go. We are good to go. (laughs) So pretty much the theme of today's podcast, we got two of them, animated movies and just nostalgia from childhood, because the next one that we're looking forward to is Hotel Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. This is the only animated series of movies or general movies that I've seen that aren't Disney or Pixar. Yes. It's by Sony. And it's for no reason at all. Like, I saw the first one, and I really liked it. I did, too. It was so fun. And the second one was on Netflix for a while, so I finally watched that one, like, a year after it came out. Now they're doing a third one for some reason. So I guess people like... I don't know, you know, critic reviews. I don't know, obviously fans like these movies because there's a third one i only originally watched it because selena gomez is one of the it plays adam sandler's daughter Mm -hmm. that's the only reason why i initially watched it now i like the movies yeah they're great it's a great career choice for her (laughs) so there is a third one coming out and that comes out on july 12th and for some reason i don't know i can't i just think they're enjoyable and i like the concept of i mean i again i like horror and all that stuff and while these aren't scary i like you know seeing dracula and the mummies and all these different things come together in a you know it's just, hotel. <laughs> it's just cute because you know of the Dracula, the original Dracula book and everything in the movie and him and being in Transylvania and all. So it's just cute that he's like remade into like a funny right. little goofy Adam Sandler person. And in the first movie, it was pretty much just the daughter like living in the hotel and she falls in love with a with human. With a human. Yeah. That's like Andy she's, Samberg, right? Because she's yeah. half vampire, yes. half human. And then in the second I love, one, uh, what's it called? Twilight. Yeah. Uh, Renesmee. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the second one, she has a kid with him. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, apparently, she surprises Dracula with a family voyage on a luxury monster cruise ship. Aw, that sounds so fun. To yeah, me. it is. <laughs> so we're moving away from the hotel and we're going on a little cruise. So we're still going to have the crazy monsters. And I don't know, they're just really cute. I really they like are the cute. concept I enjoy of these, these movies. movies. They're the only, literally, like I said, the only Disney slash Pixar animated movies that I that I do watch because don't care about Minions, don't care about most DreamWorks movies anymore. Mm-mm. Haven't cared in a while. I've only really seen Despicable Me, like the first one. I don't even think I watched that. <laughs> I was so over it. I yeah. remember mm, there were like Snapchat filters oh, for yeah, the Minions and much. stuff. And this was years ago before they were even because that was when they were like getting big and mm-hmm. then they had their own movie and then yeah, that now was there's just like Despicable Me they 16 have, coming they out. Have, <laughs> they have Minion Tic Tacs and that's just way too much for that me. I love much. Tic Tacs so stay <laughs> away from them. A side note for you, what's Meg Megamind. Which one released Megamind? I think that's DreamWorks. That one was also really cute. I like that. I don't was remember with, that. That was with Brad Pitt and Tina Fey. Did I not think. watch that movie. Mm. Mm. I went and saw it in theaters. So there's that little piece of information for you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving away a little bit from animated movies, I think, for the rest of this podcast, but we'll let you know once we get there. 
But <laughs> we just saw the trailer for The Spy Who Dumped Me with Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon maybe like a week or so ago, whatever the yeah, last we watched movie. Yeah, we watched it last week in class. <laughs> we yes. watched it. Yeah, no, so I love these two individually. Oh, yeah. And them teaming up is fantastic. And they basically play two friends who end up becoming part of this whole conspiracy thing with spies and all this stuff because one of the girls, or one of the women's boyfriends is actually a spy and then he, you know, dumps, dumps her, her as the title suggests. So they get involved, probably not on purpose. And then, of course... It looks very dumb, but also very good. (laughs) That's fine. And the spy, I'm assuming, is Justin Thoreau. It is Justin Thoreau. And we love him. Yes. Even though our hearts are breaking. I was about to say, actually, no, we don't. But we still, yeah. Our hearts are breaking for him and Jennifer. But that's a whole different story. It is a whole different story that I forgot about entirely. Mm -hmm. And now I just will not stop thinking about the rest of the podcast. (laughs) This is going to be like a sharp decline (laughs) for this podcast. No, but we're so excited for this. It's like a nice mix of action and comedy. And Mila Kunis can do no wrong. I I just hear Meg Griffin's yeah. voice whenever I hear her. And then Kate McKinnon, I don't even know what her regular voice sounds like because she always throws in a random accent in any movie she she's does. in. <laughs> so we'll see how this comes out, but it's coming out August 3rd. Oh, with Christopher Robin. Great. I love double features again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how we're ignoring all the superhero movies? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, because Deadpool 2 is also coming out, but I don't. I don't know what that is. Can't say I care too much. So. No. I watched the first one and I just didn't get the hype. Going back to things I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Overboard is another gender-bent remake that's coming out, and it comes out this upcoming weekend with Anna Faris and Eva Longoria, and they're literally my two favorite people on this entire earth. And basically from the trailers, I mean, it's basically, it's based on a 1970s movie with Goldie Hawn, but it's, again, in that movie, she is tricked into thinking she's this guy's wife. And so people wanted to remake that because that's kind of creepy. And this one seems a lot more, I mean, that, that was for also, it was back, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. So times have changed. So now people want to put their own spin on it. And Eva Longoria basically convinces Anna Ferris to trick her awful, super wealthy, spoiled boss into thinking that they are married and that he has kids and he's poor now. So it's really, fu- it looks really funny. It does. And like we said, Anna Ferris and Eva Longoria are our two mothers. Yeah. And they can never do us any wrong. I remember the first time I, we saw the trailer because I had no idea this movie was coming yeah, out. And then either. we both saw them and we're both like, oh my God. We just gave <laughs> the screen a thumbs up i'm currently doing it right now the entire time we're just giving we're just like shaking our hand up and down and giving it a thumbs up <laughs> it looks great and well i mean the reviews don't eh, they're early reviews they're too i don't early care to i love these kinds of movies but they're, it's coming out this weekend you better believe we're going to see it this weekend Absolutely. we're not waiting any second longer because we originally said in one of our earlier podcasts yeah last week we said or two weeks ago we said it was coming out they pushed it because yeah. originally in the first trailer it says april 13th and then it got pushed to may something yeah then it got pushed back and then it got pushed away because avengers infinity wars or war what i don't know it's just um, whatever that movie is about. right so overboard should have had avengers slot is all it i'm really, saying it really should have overboard <laughs> evil, is gonna shatter records evil longoria alone should can take on Iron Man, Black Panther, the Hulk. She can stop whatever Jeff Bridges or Jeff. What I don't care who the bad guy is in this movie. Who whatever white guy is the bad guy, uh-huh. or whatever white guy is playing a superhero, she can take them all. And also Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. And then we saw a trailer for Breaking In. I'm pretty sure like four. We months saw it ago. during Proud Mary. Yes. And it stars Gabrielle Union, who I don't think that woman ages. No. She has looked like she is 20 for the past 
55 years. We have even a though list she's of, not even close we to We have a list of our favorite people. And um, by favorite people, I mean favorite. They're all women. Yes. And Gabrielle Union, Eva Longoria, Anna Ferris, a bunch of people. I mean, Mila Kunis, Kate McKinney, they're all on the list. But now that we brought up that those two are two Literally of the entire moms. cast of Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8, they're all on it. Yeah. So basically, all the people that we're talking about are on a very exclusive list of powerful, influential, amazing women. You're welcome, so, ladies. That's right. all we can say. So Gabrielle Union drew us in from the get-go. But this movie looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this mom takes her two kids to a secluded house for, is it vacation? No, I it's because like a mom or a dad dies. Oh, oh like you're right. Her, her dad, I think, dies. died. And yes. so she's kind of there to like just clean up the house because right. it's like this super high-tech mansion that he's living in. And, of course, two – or no, a bunch of guys, a bunch of white guys all come in and try to <laughs> – I hate in- <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> they try to invade, and uh, I don't know if they know that they're home because I think they're trying to steal a bunch of stuff because the guy – the parent that died is very rich. So they tie up the kids and – threaten stuff and then Gabrielle Union of course fights back because that's the new theme it's like obsessed and what movie Acrimony like a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. where you don't think they're gonna you know do anything and then of course they actually know all these different tricks actually I have a black belt and I know karate (laughs) and I know taekwondo so you just kind of screwed yourself over and then the tagline of this movie is payback is a mother so Take that as you will, because Gabrielle Union will kill all these men, and I'm very excited to watch it happen. I would love to have her slap her slap me in the face. Please. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> no, but yeah, she just does not hold back in this trailer. She's just doing what she's got to do in this world. And that comes out May 10th, so it's also right around the corner, so I am ecstatic. Yeah, we will see it. Instead of attending graduation, we're going to watch this. <laughs> I love skipping graduation to support Gabrielle Union's career. Well, because our graduation is going to be uh-huh. 15 hours long, we can go... Come back and be there in time they call their name. I love names. multitasking. Someone's got to do it here. I could not agree more. No, but yeah, there's a bunch of movies coming out this summer that I'm very excited for. Also, uh, the Jurassic World movie's coming out. Oh, yeah. That one, okay. Yeah, I like the first Jurassic World. Also, I like the original movies. Yeah. But... Do you think this one deserved a sequel? Oh, I knew it was going to get one from... Like, from the first time, you know, when they of first course. announced this was... The first one was coming out, it was like, well, this is going to be a whole other franchise. Of course. It's like Star Wars, but it's like... Yeah, I really liked the first one. I saw it like three times in theaters. I thought it was so fun. This one seems to be a repeat of either the second movie or the third movie in the original series where they come back to do this. But of course, people are up to something and trying to, I think, kidnap or kill or experiment on the dinosaurs or something's going on. Just leave them alone. It's a very, right. It's a very similar plot to the second or third one, but I can't remember. I know Laura Dern's in it, so that's... (laughs) That's uh, all we need. So I'm excited for this one, but, and that comes out, I think, in June? Yeah, June, July, something like that. <laughs> yes, June 22nd. So that will be on my list, too. Um, the poster looks ridiculous. Yeah, There's a lot going on. Wow, there are like 500 dinosaurs <laughs> in that poster. Since you brought up Star Wars, Solo, colon, a Star Wars story, comes out as well by the end of May. And I finally started watching all of the Star Wars movies, mm. so if I really want to, I can go see this and learn a little bit about Mr. Han. Yeah, I don't really care about their spinoff movies. I didn't see Rogue One yet because, I mean, I know that everyone in that movie is going to die because they weren't in the actual series. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they did die. And I only know this because people have talked about it because I haven't seen it. Then I see it on Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, figures. Yeah, there you go. But also, if you didn't know that, I'm sorry. The movie's been out for two years, so that's not my problem. Yeah. (laughs) Since I did watch it, it's a prequel to four. To four, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it ends exactly where four starts. Exactly how Incredibles 2 will be, hopefully. There you go. (laughs) 
So yeah, a summer full of movies because that's all we're going to need to pass the time. That's all you do in the summer is go see movies. So I'm very excited, except movie pass is being awful, but that's a yeah. different story. Oh my God, <laughs> that's just, it's kind of breaking my heart. It's yeah, a I mean, it has nothing to do with us. No. But other people that want to start their own weekly pop podcast can no longer do it mm-hmm. unless if they do. They space their movies out accordingly and have to pay a bunch, which... We do not, because <laughs> we knew the move months ago. We did. The only thing that we're kind of being affected by now is we can't see the same movie twice. Yeah, which, I mean, doesn't really bother me too much. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to the movies more than once unless I really want to see the movie again. I mean, there haven't really been that many, in my opinion, that I'd wanted to see twice. Well, we didn't even see Mother twice, actually. We waited, and then I saw Annihilation twice. But, like, movies that, like, stick out in that sense. Like, I would like to see A Quiet Place again, but mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for it, so I will just easily wait till the earliest convenience I can get my hands on it. <laughs> Speaking of A Quiet Place, did you see that it's getting a sequel? It is getting a sequel. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I can't. I mean, I feel like we can't spoil the ending yet because I don't think enough people have seen it yet. But what's going to... How are they going to do this? Is it literally just going to be... I mean, with how it ended, I would love a whole franchise because that that was an amazing ending. But I mean, still, I don't know. Regardless, it's going to be awesome because the first one was very, very well done. Mm-hmm. But I don't know... It was another know. one of those things where it's like, well, I don't really need it. Like, Maybe I don't it'll want... be like The Purge where they do different... Like, different family, so. different, you know, maybe like Emily Blunt will make that. a little cameo. She'll show up and shoot some more alien things. Maybe but... they'll, like, show so how the movie ended when Emily Blunt realized, like, oh, there is kind of, like, a way to, quote-unquote, stop them. Maybe, like, another family will, like... Yeah. They'll see that posted somewhere, even though all humanity has lost in right. some sense. And then they kind of take over from there. Who knows? Yeah, we'll or see may- how Or maybe goes. we'll actually... Or... Even- We'll see, like, a prequel to it all, too. Uh, I don't want to see a prequel. You don't want to? No. I, uh, I think, I mean, if they continued with the movies, I'd be fine with it. Like, The Purge. Mm-hmm. Like, with The Purge, I never wanted to see how it happened. Mm-hmm. Now that it's happened, I'm like, that's a good idea. I think they should make another one and then a prequel because by then, I mean, it's like the Cloverfield movies, too. Like, But those are all over the place and not that good, yeah. except for the one of them. They're not needed, but I think if you're going to do it, do it till there's, you know, another sequel out first and then you know you can have this whole cinematic world and they haven't done that yet so yeah i feel like eventually (laughs) yeah i feel like there's still so much to do in terms of like finding a cure and like like, this current plot yeah Yeah. like finding a cure finding a way to defeat all of them like entirely before you can jump back to the prequel be a good idea if the sequel is a whole different family than the prequel was with emily blunt and her family that would be good i'd be okay with that especially seeing like their life with their deaf daughter and everything and children that kind of stuff so we will see what actually happens with that there's obviously no release day because relax people it just came out (laughs) so we could probably expect it by maybe same time not 2019 when the next Avengers movie comes out because they're still not done making them Yeah, this one already has a sequel lined up, too. So mm-hmm. who's asking for that one? Certainly not us. <laughs> the entire world, except for us. <laughs> us. You're not going to take our opinions into consideration? Whatever. Avengers Affinity War has a 68 on Metascore. That's a D. <laughs> Yikes. I'm just waiting for a Bling Ring sequel. That's all I That's all I could ever ask for in this world. It's stressing me out that there's still <laughs> not a sequel. Fling Ring Cinematic Universe, please. All right, we need to be stopped <laughs> with that. I'm Emma Sasson. And I'm Kevin Schwaller. And we'll see you here next week.